Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. Yo, what's up, brother and sister bears? Another episode of The Porcupine. How are you? Uh, I am Adam Nutter. You guys know that. Please go follow me on social media. Actually, just Twitter. I don't give a shit about anything else. Follow me on Twitter, at Adam Nutter. Uh, go listen to my other podcasts. I do my comedy podcast. I do with the great Neil Wood. We, no politics, just comedy. I promise. We just may try to make you laugh. That's a cult of us. Uh, YouTube.com slash cult of us. Uh, go buy a shirt, please. Uh, DropTent.com slash store for your porcupine shirts. And then uh, I'll be on the road, so just follow my social media for that. But the next closest show that I want to plug really is just uh, – September 10th, pop in, Chalfont, Pennsylvania, our monthly show we run. Coming out to that, then October, I think the week before Halloween, like the 21st that weekend, I'll be in Orlando, Florida at their version of uh, Freedom Fest or Pork or whatever the fuck they want to call it. It's their, it's the Florida, which, uh, the Florida version of Freedom. It, it's crazy. Probably murder. <laughs> it's illegal. It's like fucking murder. Uh, but I'll be down there uh, doing comedy. So check that out. Uh, tickets will be up there soon. But enough about me. Uh, on to our guest for this. That's uh, me, fun one. Uh, we I, I try to pack up some other funny dudes. So uh, the co-host of the boring podcast, Mr. Brian McWilliams. What's up, brother Bear? What's happening? <laughs> uh, just living life. I was at a, a bachelor party this past weekend, so you can probably tell I'm still slightly hungover because I'm an old man now. But dude, great <laughs> to be on. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And uh, the only, maybe the most popular libertarian on TikTok. <laughs> Mr. Andy Coons, how are you, sir? Doing great, doing great. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, I was at a bachelor party like a week ago in Virginia Beach, which was annoying because we just drove down six hours and everybody <sighs> just drank in the house, and then no one went to the beach one time. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? well? So wait, what did you do in the house then? That I need to know. So you drank and then what? we had sex with each other. We just fucked. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. So no, it's like, well, so book, good. Well, like, that's, I, that's don't, I don't. I don't drink. Right. So I'm just sitting down there the whole time, like just smoking weed, which is like whatever. <laughs> and they're all fucking drunk off their fucking face. My friend who's getting married, he fell asleep on the porch the first two nights just outside. <laughs> like, you know, like, and we rented a Wait, house. Wait, is that the guy you fucked? Yeah. Well, everybody, well, everybody oh, fucked yeah. him. Bears <laughs> fucked him at that point. He's sleeping <laughs> on the porch. It ran at people from the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. That's on. And that was on him. <laughs> that was on it. That's that's a, if you want to find that ring camera porn, that's Adam's <laughs> new new sub video podcast. Uh and then uh we were like a block and a half from the beach, literally like a block and a half from the beach, and we walked down to the beach our first day there, like, oh there's a beach, and then never saw it again. Never even touched, <laughs> never even stepped on the sand fucking <laughs> like beach. I was like, we could have done this in Jersey, guys. Was it literally just something where like you guys drank like were you so were you up so late and just hung over the entire time where the beach just was like it's just too much it's too much sun on a hungover body it was a so I would like to say sure right (laughs) that's at least a better reasoning than everybody's just fat and lazy and didn't want to walk five blocks in a vicinity around us like we want to go to like this breakfast joint that one of the guys offered to pay for everybody he's like yeah I'll pay for everybody let's go and I was like yeah sounds good and they're like how far is it I'm like it's four blocks that way they're like can we drive i'm like yo fuck you guys this is gonna be the worst <laughs> trip weekend ever everybody's fucking fat ah, <laughs> my people yeah exactly <laughs> dude i had a, a quasi similar experience in that we you know basically just sat around the house but we were up in uh, yosemite which is you know it's like a, about a four and a half hour drive from los angeles from that mm. which again driving is awful especially when you're hungover it's a horrible drive there worst drive back but 
we went to the lake the one day, this thing called Bass Lake, where they they just, you know, if you have a driver's license, you can just take a boat out and you're allowed to drive it around. They don't ask if you have any experience with off-board motors. Or no, nothing. Just go. Go take it. Uh, don't go too fast. But they had a rope swing. And we were like, all right, we got to go to this rope swing. That's so where we're all drinking. We're hungover after the first night. Go to the rope swing. First time, no problem. Go right off it. Jump off like a like a champion, like a like a Tarzan. Second time I go up there, I'm overthinking it. Get up, and I'm like, I'm like, God, I'm tall. I'm like six three, so I try to pull myself up in this rope swing so I don't smash my ass into the dirt and rocks and tree gnarls that are sticking out. Totally fucking beef it. Smash my kneecaps going down and then just get the one. It's like every YouTube video of a rope fail you've ever seen. <laughs> or it's like my knees hit the, the the side of the hill. And it's a good 25 feet drop. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm hanging on. I lose my my grip on the rope and just face plant uh, at, you know, 90 miles an hour and straight into the water. Uh, and then after that, I didn't want to go anywhere else. I just, just wanted to sit Dude, around it's like drink. It's like chicks felt that from 90 miles away, even in their pussies dried up from how uncool <laughs> that was. <laughs> the lake, like you... they, their, their pussies sucked lake water up to make up for the lack of, of, of wetness. I was like, God, did the, I swear this lake was a foot higher all the way around. Like, I feel like the shorelines were seeding. Everyone's wondering <laughs> tsunami or something it's just like like you say no not a tsunami brian's just fucking lame as fuck (laughs) (laughs) the sad thing was nobody got on video they got me doing the good one and not the bad one and all i want if it happened to me and it was funny uh that's what i want like i want the painful one i i went through the pain give me the the payoff of being able to share this video of me getting you know face there's there's no cool way of pulling that off either like there's no cool way of pulling off a massive essentially it's it's like a swinging fall. It's like yeah. you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's like exactly if you fall stand if you fall standing, that's already hard. <laughs> when you try to do the grab for everything, that's embarrassing enough. Like just fall, you know. It's like just go over. <laughs> but like if you're that's fucking so like falling off a swing, that's it's like everybody can see. It's like time. It's like it's like a progression. It's it's oh, yeah. played. It's like longer than it's the fall standing. It's like <laughs> it's like there's more embarrassment to it. Uh, it sucks. Yep. Everybody at the lake, all the locals know to watch this rope swing to watch assholes like me fail on it too. So they're all like, there is an audience. You know, the only way to play it off too after you do it, I think, would just be if I could really hold my breath just to go under the water and just swim, swim away to a shark's into the mouth. reeds. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dicky said, Dan, Daniel, you're having Sally Agarist on. <laughs> uh, so having th- you guys on, particularly, especially, uh, I want to talk about just um. A little bit about comedy and culture in in today's you know world also and stuff, but like uh, not so much like stand up comedy, just like uh, the sense of humor as a country. I mean, I, you know, I mean like individual comics or individual jokes. I mean like the actual humor as, and I feel like there's no nuance anymore. There's no uh, uh, gray area. It's everything is just fucking black and white. And there's that's my dog going crazy for my sister in law. Sorry, it's just, it's just it's just everything's just fucking very black and white. And there's no there's no room to be like, but you get you get the dark side of this joke, right? Like that's it. Now it's like a cancelable thing. So obviously a bunch of comics here. Uh or I mean Andy, you were open mic, but you still are a comedic guy. Uh what is your take on like where we're going with this? Like is this a rebound like do we could turn around and be funny again as a country, or is that gone? It, you uh, know? I uh, so I I totally think we can bounce back from this because <clears throat> from 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 what I can tell and and th- this might just be in my little like TikTok bubble but like the the sense of humor on TikTok has kind of been has has kind of been nerfed uh just in the last like year that I've uh 
like had the app in the last like seven or eight months that I've been actually making content on there. And I think that has way more to do with the, the, the like TikTok company than the actual content creators. Cause when you first got on there, like <clears throat> it was like, <laughs> you could get away with some wild shit. And I, I remember getting on and like, yeah, there's a bunch of like videos of 13 year olds dancing to some shitty fucking pop song. But there was also a lot of really, really good, like mm. dark humor, you know, and some of it's some of some of it's kind of been, you know, whitewashed since then. But that 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 market is still there. The, the market for like edgy, real, like sort of balls to the wall comedy is still there. But these these big corporations, these big tech companies, those those are the ones that, you know, in, in my opinion, are, are really kind of suppressing that. And, and keeping those people quiet and keeping those people disconnected, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense, man. I, I think, you know, I was just thinking about the recent uh, thing where now you can't say, uh, I guess I'll spell it out. Lest we, you know, lest we get deplatformed the G R O O M E R S. Right. You're not allowed to say that anymore. Just call but them predators. Yeah. There we go. We say, so we'll say predators, by the way, the yeah. new predator movie. Fucking yeah, sucks. yeah, great. Watch it. Boring. Oh, shit. actually, no. Uh, the new Predator movie was okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it sucked. I thought it was, I thought it was fine. I, I, I just thought it was boring. I, thought, I was like bored the whole time. Eh. I had the option to watch that one or watch the original, and I picked the original. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's dude. Good I mean, of yeah. course, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> but, all know about that. Getting back to these predators, aka Grom, uh, they, you know, you're not allowed to say the word anymore. Like to what Andy's saying, I think it is definitely like the people that are controlling at the top down because they're the ones that are limiting it. Like you could have a couple of people whine about it, but I think that in a way also, it's like when you talk about comedy, you talk about being aggressive and like you know being funny. The whole thing with the uh, the Grooms is it started off with people saying like this is a problem but then very quickly you saw people run with it as a joke and like start to make fun of it and start to use this and apply it in different ways and in different memes and i think that's where you see them step in because they know the comedy like once you start to mock something badly that can take on its own life as we know and really make more of an impact than just trying to really debate it in, in a factual sense or try to like win people over with an argument. Because if you start to feel stupid and simple arguing a point, you're not going to argue that point anymore because you don't want to feel stupid and simple. And by killing off the comedy that can, add, get, can attack these kind of the idiotic concepts, they're eliminating the ability to make people feel dumb. And that's a victory. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, this is like the third time it's been brought up in the comments. It's, it's damn, there are crickets in the background of one of you two. It's, 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 it's not me. <laughs> it's me. It's me. My setup is in my garage, <laughs> and I live like out in the boonies. Like so. how you, you're, you have crickets, and I'm getting trash in the comments. Really, like, it's for your jokes. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah, you guys. Exactly. <laughs> know, this this is a three comics and all. By the way, out of, out of the three of us, this is for your audience. Out of the three of us, I am the most white trash person here. So if there's if there's like crickets, if you hear a meth pipe in the background. It's me. Andy, it's there. Yeah. When uh, are you going to start spitting chaw into a cup? Uh, uh, that? I want to see know, it the, dribbling down the middle of your beard at some point. Give me a few minutes. <laughs> uh, I'll get there. There's also a great thing where like um, memes, right? Like you were just saying, it, like Brian, like memes are a great way to attack because they're quick to the point, easy mm -hmm. to read. And then, you know, it, just like art imitates life, dude. I swear to fucking Christ. I was, I was in a, I was in it with this other fucking dumb lefty on Twitter the other day. And uh, he's like, meme like you know the, the right which you know we're classified as the right the the, the the right says that the left can't meme but what they don't understand is and it's like this whole thing like it's like they just can't read and it's like you're doing the meme like you're doing <laughs> yeah. the fucking meme of like you it's too long and and then i hit him with the like you know uh i'm not reading all that shit 
And then he comes back with a giant thing. I'm like, you're not getting it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing this to you because I don't respect you. Like, right. that's, the, that's the other part of this, too, that they don't get. Like, that whole side doesn't get is like, I don't want to have a discourse with you because you're retarded. I don't respect you as like a per like you like you because you're not gonna have honest conversation with me i know that like i'm i'm too old for that now <laughs> for that grift of like you know like that that trick that you guys are gonna try to trick me into like believing that you're here to have an honest actual conversation to further both of our worldviews bullshit yeah. you're here to perpetrate nonsense propaganda on me and i'm smarter than you so i'm gonna be like nah i don't want to do this either though because i'm not gonna waste my time so i'm just gonna send you a picture of a dick because <laughs> like that's what you it's, that's what it's worth to me like, you know what i'm saying like that's it's, it's not worth this whole back and forth back and forth back and forth it's, it's not worth the time yeah. so hit him with the fucking meme and move on yeah, yeah no gonna i send, totally agree i'm gonna start sending people dick pics i'm stealing that well there is something like you know 4chan gets a bad uh a bad rap and 8chan and all that but there is something to them you're talking about the hacker the 4chan fact- right yeah, yeah, Hacker yeah. 4chan, yeah. Uh, well, the, oh, the 4chan channel, you know, like the whole internet <laughs> internet uh, community. Um, they they have really encapsulated the perfect sentiment of these people cannot take a joke and they cannot stand it if somebody doesn't take them as seriously as they right. take themselves, right? right? Like that is that what drives people on the left more crazy than anything. And there is a simple beauty to that just rubbing in their faces how crazy they are and then just watching them unspool themselves. And with no, like, there's no self-awareness there of oh i'm being pranked here like oh i should probably rethink or stop myself like it's like an inability to for them to to even stop yeah no that's a great way of putting it because you're right they don't they don't even understand like they're saying we're trolls and then we're trolling them and then they don't understand that they're being trolled right you're playing the troll whistle and then when the trolls come rolling up and start masturbating on your front porch then you don't realize oh you know what i blew this whistle on myself and i'm not helping to disperse it because i'm like they're sprinkling breadcrumbs everywhere you can't stop eating but obviously the biggest hurdle we're having though is like straight censorship yeah like we're just getting deplatformed, <laughs> like voices i mean how many times is fucking toad from how many times re like recovered al he's like every every other week he's like i made a new account and i'm like I'll follow it, but I don't know why I'm going to bother. It's, it's, not, it's just going to be a waste of my time here. Exactly. It's like, it's like, and that's their weapon, right? It's like literal yeah. censorship. Mm-hmm. So how do we combat that? I mean, you, you had asked earlier if there's going to be a trend back the other way. And I think that there is. Like, I think that, especially coming out, like before the show started, we were talking about, you guys said, you know, we're talking about comedy and how it's so difficult right now to make comedy and, and have it resonate, especially with people on the other side of the spectrum. And I was saying that I think it's something where so many people out there are just devoid of any comp and any sense of reality and understanding of reality. And if you're devoid of reality, you have no context in which to understand the joke. Like, you know, half of humor is absurdity. You're taking an absurd concept and putting it and juxtaposing it with a reality or making it so that it's an extension of a, a reality and a symptom of what's going on to point out how absurd it is, and how crazy it is. And if you don't know what reality is, how are you going to get the fucking joke? You know? And I think that's where we're at. But at the same time, some people are breaking out of that cycle because it was so intense and so in depth the last couple of years with COVID and the lockdowns and the wokeness and censorship. And people are still seeing, you know, notifications on their, on their websites, on their Facebook, if anything's posted about COVID with misinformation. So people realize like, shit, we have been controlled and lied to like my reality as of understanding and trust has been shattered. And I think with that, you're going to see a return to comedy in its most like true sense. And a lot of people are breaking out of that mold. Well, and, and I, I want to kind of add on to that. It's, it's not going to be an overnight thing. 
just like the the way that we got from sort of like the late 90s up until like i don't know 2009 2010 whenever they started to really kind of shit on comedy but they like it 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 wasn't an overnight thing getting to that point you know Mm -hmm. and and so that that backwards trend you know it's going to take some time it's going to it's going to take it's going to take allowing sort of the 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 market of ideas to work, you know, and, and people who like good comedy need to support good comedy. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they need to go out there and, and go to like, you know, go out to, to comedy shows, go out to open mics, like go out to, to, I, I said open mics, that's as far as I got, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like go see comedians, go like, yeah. go buy their fucking merch, like go, you know, <clears throat> I don't know, follow me on TikTok or some shit, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but like, like the other problem is like you're saying, go see shows, which is like great, but it's like, um, the stand in New York is great, right? Like they're really good with like, they don't give a fuck what you, as long as you're funny, like that's cool. Mm-hmm. But like, like a place like the cellar, which is like a, a staple of like comedy and you know, they've gone, they've shifted. Like if you hear big J talk about it and like other, other very established New York comics, they're like, eh, it's not what it used to be. You know, if you hear old stories of the cellar, it was like, uh, it was like fucking chaos. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the back table, people are fucking, you know, you have Patrice O'Neill back there, Jim Norton, Bobby Kelly, Keith, R- Rich Boss, Bill Burr, Kevin Hart. They're all back there calling each other fucking crazy shit. And mm-hmm. no one cares because it's funny. And then you go up on stage, you fucking crush 15 minutes at the cellar. You say crazy. Patrice would say crazy shit on stage. <laughs> crazy shit. And it's funny. No one cared. You know, now it's just like you go like we, like we were talking off air and, uh, before we started, Andy, you and I, like we were talking about, like you go up there now and it's like if you want to go up there and try to do like an edgy like even mention like Germany or Hitler or like a, anything, people are like mm, automatically, like, which, is, going. which was 99 percent of my comedy. Was just, just talking people, about just, Hitler. Just people shaking their heads. People sadly. didn't, people didn't get the joke yeah, no. because I would because I'd be like, man, Hitler was great, right? And nobody got the joke. <laughs> I said it in a really serious you, tone. You guys was, don't get it. I was being facetious. Yeah. Well, I walked up and I I like rubbed my hands together and said, "Folks, I want to tell you about my friend Hitler." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people well, weren't into it. My comedy career went nowhere. <laughs> well, I mean, do you think also like there's. You know, there's something with the audience that the audience is going to be less receptive to. Like they're coming in judging and they refuse to acknowledge any any aspect that they don't agree with. Right. It's automatically not funny if they don't already agree with it. But at the same time, you know, a lot of comics, I think, have also adjusted the way in which they tell jokes, not only self-censorship, but also trying to be overtly political. Where only a couple coming there's only a couple of comedians in history that can pull off political comedy in general and do it well to the point where every where at least one side of the spectrum is going to hate them. But even if it's just preaching to the choir, I think you're already making yourself unfunny because so many times, like the Trump era, man, so many times you can see the punchlines coming because there's only one way in comedy. If there's only one way a joke can work out and that's the way that's politically acceptable, how is it going to be funny? How is it going to be original? How is it going to come out of left field and surprise you? And so many comics, I think, are writing jokes to make a point rather than actually to be funny and explore where it could go that's not in their (laughs) agreement spectrum. I mean, Brian, I'm sure from California, you see this all the time, but, uh, you know, I'm right by Philly. I'm in New York a lot doing, and like, you see like comics will write, they're writing for like their peers. They're not yeah. writing for the audience. Like even like woke audiences, whatever, they're kind of over the Trump shit, like the Trump jokes. Like they're like, okay, what else you got? It's been five yeah. years. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's like, you see the daily show on comedy central got six Emmy nominations and you're like, for what? 
Like for fucking what? But yeah, yeah. to your point, I mean, it's you. Yeah, you get worn out in it. It's like, you know, there's all, that old joke. Like Colin Quinn was always known as the comics comic. You know, like, ah, the audience is like him. But the comics like it was a comics comic. Yeah, now they're just writing for other comics that are woke as fuck. And the audiences, I mean, I haven't looked to see if there's been a return to comedy clubs as far as pure numbers and people going out to comedy clubs or if that's kind of been in a decline uh, because people are sick of it. And, you know, just like you're seeing Disney stock go down, you're seeing the Buzz Lightyear, like all these shows are getting canceled off Netflix, you know, like Queer Force, the uh, the comedy cartoon show about an all gay CIA operative group canceled because nobody watched it. So I also wonder if like, you know, woke comics, are people even going to go see woke comics anymore? Or are they tired of laughing along and clapping like seals? Yeah, I, uh, you, you, again, you really see a lot in the cities. And like you said, the punchline is from a mile away. It's like, and Trump. And you say it a minute beforehand and they're like, and Trump, right? And you're like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) Because you're a fucking hack. It's like yeah. you're a hack and you have no creative thought and you're also afraid to maybe speak outside of like we're supposed to be counterculture. So we should be, if anything, pro Trump, like and for joke purposes, like on yeah. stage, be pro Trump on stage. Like we shouldn't be shitting like, but that's not how we are anymore. Now it's complete 180 that now it's like the, now it's like the culture. Now it's the machine instead of the counter machine, like ra- like Rage Against Machine, right? They're like, they're like fuck oh. Trump, but like Biden's a hero, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. The like, well, know. it's Johnny Rotten from from Sex Pistols. He's he's one of the few people that I think really get it. You know, as far because I'm a huge fan of of like punk rock. I love punk rock, love the Ramones, love Sex Pistols, Descendants, all that shit. But like Johnny Rotten, he came out in favor of Trump, and people were like, what? How can a punk rocker be pro Trump? And I'm like, you mean anti-establishment? You dumb motherfucker. Yeah. Like, that's what Johnny Rotten is. Johnny Rotten fucking understands it. And it's like, I mean, it, I don't know if you got the guy drunk and he was honest with you. He might not be like, yeah, I don't really like Trump, but they hate Trump. And that's why I said that, because fuck mm-hmm. the establishment and fuck all the authority. Like he's an anarchist, you know, uh, I'm sure you guys saw the Roger Waters uh, CNN yeah. spat. He had with that, yeah, with, the, with that dude, and everything. Yeah. yeah, when when he just came out and he was like, "Biden's a war criminal." Like they're all war criminals, and and, and the guy was like, "How can and the guy was like, how can you, how can you possibly say that when we're we're the liberators?" And he's like, "Liberators." He's like, "You guys are fucking monsters." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was refreshing. But that is, you know, also in a way, is that where we're going? Like, are people finally? gonna step up you know, my dogs outside yanking at the gate um yeah are people all right nobody shit on me for my cricket <laughs> well i had to mute it my kid was my kid was in the other room she just got home from daycare and she's like ah! oh dude we're all we're all dealing with stuff i have my wife's fucking trying to go to bed because she had a long day at work like i'm trying, I'm trying to whisper so i don't get fucking yelled at <laughs> <laughs> fucking cr- crickets are going off dogs are barking it's fucking chaos <laughs> i'm a real um, cuck anyway go on. But, but, but like you're saying right the if you're not allowed to be counterculture, like that's everybody's accepted is like the people that are hashtag resist are the most, you know, as we know, oh. censorship laden, authoritarian worshiping. They, they own the entertainment. They own the tech companies. But I think that's where for me, I'm like so white pilled on this concept, because I think that when the culture is dominated 100 percent by authoritarian, you know, leftists as it as it has been for the last 20 years. Yeah. Now you're going to see a real counterculture ride up, even if people don't necessarily agree with it. You know, like you're saying, maybe Johnny Rotten doesn't really love Trump, but he's like, screw it. That's the anti-establishment guy. Let's go. Anarchy in the UK. 
the the next generation, man, they might be like, fuck it. I grew up under the boot of progressivism mm -hmm. and now just to go against it because my parents are, because I'm being taught this, because my teachers are, because the entertainment is, now I'll go any other way. And yeah. that's what I'm excited to see is where that any other way is going to end up. Well, that that makes me excited, but it also kind of makes me nervous because I'm like, well, what's what's <clears throat> to to like the uninitiated? Like, what's the polar opposite of of um, Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden? You know, to, to somebody who doesn't know, like what we know as libertarians, like they might think uh, George W. Bush is the opposite, you know? And so what, like, I, I see what you're saying, but what kind of makes me nervous is what if we get this huge wave of like, like, like new neocons, you know? Right. Oh, cause well, they push so far yeah. counterculture wise. They're like, yeah, war is pretty cool, right? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, you know yeah. what? I fucking love Ronald Reagan. I fucking love George W. Bush. You know, that's well, what makes uh, me nervous. Tim Dillon was saying something interesting on Rogan. And I was, I mean, now he's like, now it's like being Catholic. Yeah, he's gay. <laughs> uh, uh, he's like now being Catholic is like the new, like rebellious thing to do as a kid. Wow. <laughs> okay, so well, a lot more. It sounds like a lot more chicks are going to be getting fucked in the butt then. <laughs> get, get your anal lube. If you if there's a publicly traded anal lube company, that's I mean, where you make your investment. Which is good timing because monkeypox is taking out the gay orgies. So those anal lube people, true. they need a boost. I mean, oh, hey, as long as it's. Yeah. Get, I I grew up in the church. Like I went to all the church camps and stuff like that. My dad's a pastor. So as long as it's not me getting fucked in the ass again. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> That's the other thing that too. That is, is like, hillbilly shit. It really is. Uh, were there crickets in that too? <laughs> yeah, kind of that. Yeah, the crickets actually, actually it lives in his ass currently. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's what you're hearing. That's what my farts sound like. <laughs> crickets just pop out. It's traumatization. He put the like, cricket in there to try to lure the lizard in there. You know, then yes, yeah. good one from there. <laughs> even like just the straight like again like the obvious propaganda pushed by the media like the monkeypox thing right where the like dogs are getting it. i'm like why though <laughs> oh that's uh, you know i had a fight a funny take on that by the way i just tw I had a tweeted i don't know if you guys saw but i was just joking that the dog getting it right the story i saw was that a dog got it but they made a point to say from a straight parisian couple now my joke <laughs> is that well that's probably a tough way to come out to your wife because now, of course, she knows that you've been going to the gay orgies and maybe right. fuck the dog. So, or the like the first cases of kids and like those kids are being sexually assaulted, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, where are they going? Like, like, that's what's happening. Just to be clear. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore that too. Uh, this yeah, cricket man. in my ass is riddled with monkeypox. <laughs> I, I, th I, I think um, Rogan opening his club is what we need more of but the problem is like everybody's have rogan money yeah yeah so again you a lot of these clubs are straight up like woke now so our whole conversation for the last 27 minutes about we got to get out there and tell jokes and do comments like cool but like where because <laughs> if i can't go to like the x y or z but i could only go here it's like that limits you and then now you're doing like then you but i do a lot anyway of but now you're now it's like harder to craft an audience to your you know, it's, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. It's like we're constantly fighting this uphill battle of censorship, and I don't know how to beat that. That's the process. That's what I'm saying. Like we could do all this. Other, yeah, we could keep talking about it. But okay, I get axed tomorrow, and then you get axed next week, and then Annie gets. It's like okay, well then three voices are gone. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've already well, I mean, somehow been permanently banned like three times on TikTok. They have an appeals process, so I guess that's that's good. But like on three separate occasions, I've opened up my app, and it's like, oh, you've been permanently banned. 
You know, do they tell you what for? No, <laughs> like I they they give you some super super fucking vague thing. Like I like I don't know if you saw my one about the Fourth of July. Um, it wasn't it wasn't like a sketch, but it was just me saying like, why do we celebrate the Fourth of July if we go right back to boot licking on July fifth? You know, mm. and. <clears throat> That got flagged and it was like, oh, you're at risk of, of getting permanently banned. This would be for the fourth fucking time uh, for violent extremism. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's violent like violent extremism never, would be yeah. threatening to overturn the fourth. You could argue violent extremism would be to remove the fourth of July and replace it with Juneteenth. Wouldn't that be more of a violent? <laughs> <laughs> People, I mean, you, you, we all saw the, the, the leak FBI thing, right? Where like the Gadsden, this flag right here is a fucking extreme, mm-hmm. you know, extreme image and stuff like they, they even, well, they even talking like, about the revolutionary war. Yeah. Is now like terroristic yeah. or, or domestic that's, terrorism. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah. Like, I country. saw that and I was like, I'm going to go watch The Patriot with Mel Gibson right fucking now because fuck them. Dude, that's a great fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't fuck. I don't care how inaccurate it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I mean, there's, Mel Gibson are, was not in the war. There are there are a lot of movies like that where there's like you know this movie's inaccurate as fuck but it fucking slaps. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. yeah, the best movies. Well, it's like you know they can't do those tricks they did in Maverick with those fucking old ass planes. But shit, great movie. Loved every second of it. Same, same I, I know it's being propagandized every second, and I still love mm-hmm. it. Oh no, yeah, totally. Yeah, same, same private run. Yeah, hundred percent problem. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you yeah, give, me, give me that D Day scene every day. That's a fucking amazing fucking scene. You and it me? holds up to today. It like, does. I mean, in like any war movie that's come out since then, it, that that opening scene on the beaches of Normandy, nothing comes close to that. Dude, I remember watching a behind the scenes making of that, and they were saying that they uh, measured the like from the uh, the bunkers, the MG forty twos, from the bunker to the sand. And they, they, then they timed how long the shots would take, and they timed it perfectly, like the explosion in the sand to actually. Oh, how, wow. It was like it was like that's how detailed they were getting it, like wow. to that fuck. I was like, come on, it's <laughs> fucking nuts. I don't care. Yeah, sometimes I turn my brain off to obvious propaganda. I don't care. Like NF the NFL. I'm like, I know yeah. what's happening here. I don't care. <laughs> like, by the way, both the NFL is a weird organization where they they like simp for the right and left and and no one ever talks about that yeah if you think about it right because big Play military they have all of october is military month or november is not whatever which one it is is military month right they wear all the camo shit they have this uh, they go extra hard like every there's a service member every game doing for everything there's flyovers every game no matter what that's all right wing you know fucking propaganda bullshit yeah and then obviously stuff. Yeah, and then obviously left wing is like and the racism, kneeling, Kaepernick, right? So it's like, and then then we argue just over that, but no one's like, we're playing both sides, you dumb fucks. Yeah. <laughs> but they are, and I know that, and I don't care because mm-hmm. I'm a dumb jock still <laughs> who misses playing football, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I need to watch this to get my aggression out, so I don't punch holes in my wall, and I want to gamble. <laughs> so like, Let's- let me watch football. That is yeah, a, so the NFL has a hold in my wall. That's why I just <laughs> well, hit my wife and kids. <laughs> Somebody fucking got a hole in the wall of the Airbnb over the bachelor party weekend, and I know who it was too. It was a big drunk fucker uh, who you like poked the, in the uh, the towel rack, being fat and stupid. But anyway, yeah, the NBA did not handle it well. Like you said, the NFL man, yeah, they did thread the needle, right? It's like, yeah, JC's coming. All the commercials yeah. are woke propaganda, hundred percent there, hundred percent. But I think even that. Like I work with some, uh, I do public relations for like my career career. And I, I was talking to a, an ad agency client of mine about this or two of them about whether or not 
Number one, I was curious to see if brands would go hardcore on the 4th of July because they used to do all the big mm -hmm. push, right, about America, fuck yeah. I feel like they pulled back from that. But at the same time, I think they also are seeing the reports on, like, you know, Disney's results on, and Hulu and how Hulu rejected ads from Democratic political candidates. I think you're going to see a lot of brands pulling back from a lot of the woke bullshit. So I think they're seeing it in the returns. And I think that they're they're reading the right on the wall. But going back to the NFL. Yeah, they've threaded the needle pretty perfectly where they're pissing off both sides, but not enough that you stop watching, which the NBA didn't do. Like the NBA was so woke with the Black Lives Matter shit, canceling games, you know, LeBron not playing for the one dude who like, you know, was a sexual assaulting maniac with a restraining order against him that had broken into his girlfriend's apartment and then got shot. And they're like, I'm not going to play basketball if this guy gets arrested, you know. But <laughs> they had so much propaganda on the courts that I think they lost just a shit ton of viewers. Maybe they made it up in China, but like, I know I've stopped watching. You know, I, I know a ton of people that just play, I'm, I'm done with it. I don't give a shit enough about the NBA to continue watching when everybody's got, you know, bullshit slogans on their jerseys. Yeah, well, my dad stopped watching the NFL. He was like, I'm done. He's like, I just can't really? take it. Yeah, he actually quit on the NFL. And I feel bad because, like, he was, you know, I got my love of football from him growing up. And it's just like, he's like, I just can't, dude. He's like, I just, I want to just watch the Giants lose. <laughs> <laughs> which i'm a giants fan i yeah yeah <laughs> we suck but like like you can't do that without fucking being like, like every commercial is like a blended family now and like that makes me sound like i'm gonna oh, be yeah. an asshole but like i'm not just not how like it is like yeah, there are some and i'm not saying you shouldn't show that ever i'm just saying like the obvious push for all that stuff i'm like i'm not come on no i'm not i know what you're doing it's the non-organic nature of it where yes. you just even if you're not intentionally trying, like I said, I don't give, you know, I could give a fuck if uh, you're gay, straight, trans, really. But it is odd when every single commercial right. is uh, a black person and a white person and they're gay or lesbian. And it's like in your face, your point, you're like, I know the rough percentages of how many people are out there that identify as this. And it's not every person in a Wendy's. Right. Like, I'm know? like, I'm like, just make the whole family black. Or Asian or Hispanic. Right. Like, just do that. <laughs> just don't we stop. Know, we know how hard it is to adopt. There's no way they could get these kids. And not an Asian. They're impossible to get. A white baby? You look at at least a milk. <laughs> black market milk. White baby. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I just hate the, I, I hate being treated like I'm dumb. That's what it is. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. it's the it's like every Marvel show is like I don't know if you guys saw the She Hulk I don't I'm not watching it but uh, like, I'm, I'm gonna watch it before I do my my Mean Age Danger Wednesday just because uh, I want to have a a take on it and see okay, how bad there. it is. So I refuse to I just don't give a shit right. But I, there was a scene that was going around the the Twitter and it was like uh, you know she uh, She Hulk was like. I can't control my rage because every day I'm a woman and I get oh, cat yeah. at this whole oh. and, like, imply, implying that the Hulk can't, even though the Hulk in technical comic canon can't even get a boner because they'll turn into a Hulk and beat the shit out of everything. <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, so he doesn't know how to control his rage, but you do because <laughs> you're a chick. Shut the fuck up. It's like this, again, like Star Wars, right? But like, you guys don't like Rey because she's a woman. Oh yeah, we hated Leia. We fucking hated, <laughs> right. like, 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 uh, Oh, now my brain just blinds them. It made me look like an asshole right now because I can't think of another female. <laughs> no, Leia is the only chick in the galaxy in the original. One. <laughs> but like, Mon Mothma, other... nobody gives shit about her. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, like all the other cool female Star Wars characters, I'm like, yeah, they're all like, oh, uh, Ahsoka, all those cool characters. I'm like, yeah, they're cool because they have their own story arc of like uh, trials and tribulations and overcoming yeah. adversity. 
And Ray, it was just like, she's a woman, so therefore she is. And therefore she knows how to use the force and the lightsaber because women are. And dudes yep. are just fucking stupid, dumb men. And you guys don't. And you got to learn how to be fucking proper. And it's like, yeah, well, you're a dumb cunt. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. make a good movie because <laughs> it's like what? force feeding. Yeah. Well, it's like well, it, it, even going back to like, I, I'm sorry, Brian, you want to say something? Oh no! I was just gonna say it. Like, so the no, the new Game of Thrones prequel show, Fire I and just Blood. Just watched it. Oh, did you? Okay, because I was curious to say because I, I probably will try to watch it tonight. Um, but it killed me with the Game of Thrones the series. Right, it was one of the best series, obviously, when it was on the books. The the women characters in that were great because they did have solid mm -hmm. character arts and they did not mm -hmm. remind you at any point in time until like the last season and a half that yeah. they were strong women and they were motivated and they were in a man's world then they literally after it got off the books these strong female characters you came to appreciate because they had arcs they went through shit they had they, like one chick was just like a fuck dummy you know for two seasons and <laughs> right. had to come out of that but right. she had to come and grow as a character to become this awesome bad bitch no now they have to talk about sit down how they're bad bitches in a man's world and how that demands respect and it's just you roll your eyes because it's like you're selling out what made me like him in the first place which is i'm organically attracted to this character because i'm seeing her as a human overcoming obstacles instead of just being told she is a powerful woman and you have to respect that you son of a bitch yeah i totally you know what so like so like sort of kind of that same thing with the marvel universe like i i love the mcu you know, like I, I haven't seen She-Hulk yet or Miss Marvel. I'm going to watch both of them and I'm probably not going to hate it as, as much as other people will. But <clears throat> I'm, I'm like a huge comic book nerd. And so uh, thinking about the character of, of Black Widow in the Avengers, um, she is an amazing female character. And, and it's because if you go all the way back to Iron Man 2, um, like never, never before was there you know, like you, like you were saying, Brian, like I'm a woman, therefore you must respect me. You know, there was never anything like that. There was always an, under, an, an understanding that black widow operates differently as a crime fighter because she is a woman. She has different talents because she is a woman. You know, it was not like that. I think, I think the reason that at least for me, that the reason I was so attracted to uh, black widow versus like uh, captain Marvel is Captain Marvel got her superpowers and then just punched people in the face. There, there was no, there was no like building up to that. She didn't have to work for that. She just got hit with the fucking yeah. laser. But like Black Widow, she trained for years. She, she was put through grueling, grueling situations. She, she implied rape. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like she went through horrible, horrible things, and she doesn't just go and punch people in the face. She, her fighting is so specific to her. She jumps up, wraps her thighs around your neck fucking wish and just like uses her body weight to fucking beat the shit out of you but it's not just pow pow you know punching you in the face you know it, it's it's because she's different she doesn't have the frame that fucking tony stark has and so she has to fight differently you know and, and it, I, it, I agree. yeah and, and that's me yeah. i think that i think that's using the differences that um the differences that women do have from men and and sort of celebrating those differences you yeah, know? shout out uh, Jamie Smith, one badass. Well, she, yeah, you're yeah, you you would know she's cool. Uh, yeah, if you're a badass yeah, female, it, you don't have to announce it exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. never once, uh, never once did Black Widow say, "Yeah, I'm gonna." Yeah, I'm a badass superhero. She was just like, "Yeah, let's get to work." So, Andy, I I want so I'm also a giant comic book nerd. I have a thirty thousand mm -hmm. dollar. Oh yeah, I named three comics. Com, comic collection. <laughs> 
Damn. Don't put me on the spot, bro. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, so I love comic books, dude. And I loved the MCU when it first came out. But I feel like Reddit nerds took over the MCU. And they're like, mm-hmm. you know, and now they make it like soy boy. And it's like that whole mm-hmm. like, like they could try to equate real life to Marvel. It's like so cringy. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this was cool. And now it's not. Any, now it's like you're ruining like this fucking douchey left wing man. Yeah. Weak man is like ruining. Like I saw I saw another like uh, someone posted a picture of like Captain America punching Hitler like again today. And I'm like, it's just so yeah. it doesn't it's not the same. Yeah. It doesn't hold the same weight because <laughs> mm-hmm. now like you're doing it because like that's the thing to do because you're like Nazis are bad. But it's like it's like it's just I know where you're coming from. And it's not from the original 1941 angle. <laughs> yeah, now, but now I mean the 1942 where he's he's punching somebody that dressed up as Hitler ironically at a Halloween party and then he tried <laughs> yeah. to get him fired afterwards. Well, it's like in nineteen forty one they were making a statement. They were saying fuck this guy. You know? They made a statement as a company, hey we don't like Hitler. And and now like it's such a cheap coward like pussy ass move for Marvel to make to reference themselves from 1941 and act like that's fucking brave. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. They like the Marvel company. And I don't know if this has to do with with ESG, which I, I'm not like an expert or, or anything. I've, I've only barely like uh, everything has to do with ESG on some level now. So it probably yeah. Does. And so, but, but it's like, if anything, if anything, Marvel, you hate your fucking fans. You hate the people that built your company to what it is today. You fucking spit in their face. It's bullshit, you know? And that's why, and that's why like, uh, you know, going back to what I was saying about supporting comedy, support good comic books, go out and buy Eric July's comic, go buy ISOM number one, like go buy comics from companies that don't fucking hate you. Well, there's, I, Oh, sorry. Go down. No, you're muted. Hold on, you're muted. Thank you. Marvel <laughs> and DC sales have dropped tremendously, like tremendous. Good. And and like I used to, I was an every week comic guy. I I had my daily polls from the local comic book store. You know, my locals. You know, uh, I would go every every fucking Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever I had time. Uh, pick up my Spider Man, Batman. I had, a, I had a good, I had a good. And now it's like this is trash. This is trash again. It's like Superman's son is gay. Okay, well, is there a reason? Is there a story behind it? Is, does that improve the arc of the character? Oh, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, so then why are you doing it? And they canceled oh. it, right? They, yeah. And they killed. They killed it off. Well, and also, I was going to ask you about this. So, what do you guys take? And like, and like I said, I'm. I used to be a comic book guy, but I, I got out of it. You know, when I went to college, basically, because it was too much time and money. Um, once they started printing out the glossy paper, I was like, this is too much for me now. <laughs> but um, but DC canceled the new Batgirl movie. And I think that they're getting away from the new Supergirl movie as well. And, you know, they just canned it. It was like a $90 million movie. They were like, fuck it. The new guy, yeah, because now it's uh, Discovery Media that's running it. They just were like, nope, it's toast. Yeah, I know. I should just let him keep talking forever. <laughs> <laughs> we can't just do his voice forever. Like, oh, oh, interesting. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> like so a smart. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm you know, think, points. again, like, is the writing on the wall that they're like, yeah, you know what? Our plan of woking this shit up and putting mm-hmm. female superheroes out to a to an audience that's still predominantly male oriented and trying to swap out and tell everybody that they have to be fucking ultra woke is not going to be profitable work for this anymore. I mean, that's a huge, a huge Dude, loss to take. So there's um, uh, Sandman, the Sandman show. Uh, on I, Netflix. I heard that was also like we're, we're talking about ultra woke. Everybody's gay and multicolored. <laughs> so it's like they changed John Constantine to a chick. 
Oh, oh! Because, I didn't know Constantine was related to that world. It, well, DC Sandman's yeah. like I think was DC. So it's um, so they he was in, you know she was in that now, and and then Neil Gaiman was like, well, we wanted a better representation of. God. Now I'm gonna get real nerdy with you. Andy probably knows this character is you know Zatanna. Okay, I don't Z- know that one. Zatanna is a, f- a female superhero in DC world. She's like a magician character. So she's like a good, she's like a, oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So she's like essentially like a, a great Constantine, ass. Constantine, yes, great ass. So Constantine's <laughs> like a neutral character, you know, like an anti hero kind of. She's yeah. like a, this is, she's like a legitimately good hero. Mm-hmm. And they ha- she's a great character. You have a character that already has a canon, that has a lore, that has a following, and you won't put her in just to prove a point that like I mm-hmm. can change these characters. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. You have a great yeah, character. Exactly. I want to say it was. Point. It does I seem like was, they hate their audience. Like yeah. you're doing something that you know is going to actively piss off your audience. Well, it's almost like the way in which so many people think, in, you know, especially in the entertainment business, we're on the left side of the spectrum. I think that their audience is not. It's like the Seymour Skinner thing, right? In The Simpsons. Well, I can't be wrong. It's the children who are wrong. <laughs> that all the time, though. They're like, it's not us. It's that these audiences are too stupid, and only if we educate them, they'll come around to our way of thinking and not just be angry that we fucked over the characters that they love for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like you know, and you, you talk to a lefty, and and they'd be like, well, "Why does it matter if Batman's black?" And you're like, "You don't fucking get it, dude." I'm like, "You don't get." Because that's if not he was always black, character. it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Right. That's not his fucking. That's not because uh, being an ultra billionaire black guy in the thirties doesn't make fucking sense. That's right. why right. <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't exist. Like the, uh, maybe there was the one sort or two, of race, I don't know, but like the sort of race swapping thing never like that. That never bothered me. Like like it's bothered some other people. And and not not that I don't think that there's an argument to be had about race swapping or about, or about like sort of kind of being upset about that. But that's something that never really bothered me. But the, the, the one thing that, that has bothered me is the weird gender sexuality shit, because Mm -hmm. that's where like, like Superman's son being gay, like who is that? Well, okay. We know who it's for, but like, what, like, what does that do? You know what? Like Superman's never had a gay son. So then like, why would you change such a, such a, huge thing about that character in a way that doesn't yeah. make sense you know yeah so yeah. jc i saw that comment that you just posted from yeah. jc saying that disney doesn't care about market demand all they are they're gonna go all in with esg i was just reading a story there's a guy named i think it's dan Loeb who just bought a billion dollars worth of disney stock and now he's basically demanding some changes there using that billion investment to try oh, to good. change <laughs> i guess he's saying he wants change in management he wants them to streamline what they're doing to try to become profitable again because they have gone all in on esg like their internal documents for their shareholders and from this meeting on executive hires and diversity mm. all esg but if it ain't profitable it's not going to keep going like that's that is to me the great equalizer like you got to believe in the market in regards to you know, it's about getting loans. It's about how these financial companies are interacting and funny. But if you're not making money, I don't care how woke you are. No one's going to lend you money. You're not going to be able to expand. You're going to have to change accordingly. And I think you're seeing it happen. Um, but also, you know, talking about uh, you talked about salmon and the and oh gender swapping. There has been a tangible war, right? And this has been ongoing though. A tangible war on like the masculine figure. And I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of what you see too, especially when it comes to gender swapping or sexualization or, or uh, sexuality swapping. It's trying to get rid of that predominantly masculine character, which from a left-wing perspective, definitely is associated with right. 
right? So it's like, are you trying to basically eliminate that ideal, that ideal man of the protector, the warrior, right? The muscular guy who works out, you know, and and will step into the in front of the bullet to save his family. Are they trying to intentionally remove him from society as an ideal to yes. try to eliminate, I guess, that threat and that relationship to the right side as being like, uh, that's the dream. So I guess I'm more right wing than left wing because I think that's a that's an intentional thing. Agreed. And and by the way, if you talk to any chick and she's honest, she's like, I'd rather fuck an athlete. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, it's of course, <laughs> like, it's crazy that like take it from the fat piece of shit in this podcast right now. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no but like even they would rather fuck a dude like you even over someone like who's like a, like oh who does that who's any man who's like oh, a flincher like yeah. like george michael and rest of the velvet you throw yeah. the keys yeah it's like around. no no chick gets fucking her, her shit biological clock going for that yeah no one's <laughs> refilling a lake uh with their vagina juices for, for skinny magoo no it's fucking it's it's obvious they're trying to level the playing field for themselves to be like no one wants that i'm like no we do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course you do. I wonder okay, if that so, component is going to come into play too, right? You got you got female gamers now. You got female collectors. Are they going to want to say, eh, we want muscular men in the comics? Do you think there's any aspect of that that's going to come in? Like, boy, I mean, look, we all Chicks know. Are have Growing up, read you read comics. comics you like the big titty ladies. Like Rob Liefeld, yeah. uh, he drew some of the biggest titty, yes. skinniest chicks ever. They're <laughs> great. You know, I, <laughs> I love the X-Force for that reason. But, you know, I wonder what, if these chicks coming in, a lot of them are hotties. They're not going to be banging the super geeks necessarily. I wonder if they're going to be like, we want our masculine men back in comic books. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, too, is like all these hot chick streamers <laughs> that, you know, are all on TikTok and shit and all these dudes who follow them. Because it's not the the fact that they make it out to be like, we have a large following of a young female audience. No, you don't. No. You have a large following of over 30 men who are jerking off to your tits. Of course. The and, amount of controllers and, and, these guys must go through, yeah, just covered in lotion. Crazy. I mean, shorting them out is really Nuts. it's awful. Jergens everywhere, just jamming in. You can't your A button, can't jump, can't double tap, can't do shit. It's like a Benny Hill. Every time they try to answer the phone, it's squirting out of their hands. You know? <laughs> I'll call you back. I'll just call you back. <laughs> but like those chicks aren't fucking those dudes. No. But like they're leading them on to believe, like, right? Like, this is hot to you. Like, if you follow me, like, I'll fuck you. It's like, no, 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 because mm-hmm. they're gonna turn around and fuck the the, the fuck, like, uh, I don't know, Matt Stafford. <laughs> or yeah. They're gonna turn around and fuck an NFL quarterback. They're not gonna turn around and fuck you, you simple loser. Like, you idiot. They're just getting your dough because yep. they're not turned on by you. They're not turned on by a guy being like, please, p- please notice me. Please, <laughs> can you notice me? It's so fucking lame, dude. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking I hate simp's. I, I just fucking hate them. Yeah. Well, it's like I, my wife and I, we've been together. We just celebrated our ten year wedding anniversary, but we've been together yes. for thirteen years. Thank you. And I mean, she, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm amazing. Um, but like, she's my best friend in the whole world. She gave me three of some of the most amazing kids in the world. Like we've been through some fucked up shit together. We've been through, through some really awesome shit together. And, and it's like, shit, I kind of forgot where I was going with this. Just going off. You hate Sorry about that. Uh, oh sense. yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so like, so like, um, I, I, I knew somebody who was kind of in the, the, the only fans world. And, uh, the, I think she was kind of because I mean I am a I am a fat bearded dude I'm a fat bearded libertarian like just me saying that everybody knows what I look like you know and so <laughs> <That's true>. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so um 
I, I think she was kind of expecting me to to treat her a certain way, like a simp. And I'm like, I, I, I've been with my wife for 13 years. We have kids. We've been married. We have a mortgage. Like we have car payments. Like, no, I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> you know, no. I like I lost my virginity to my wife. I don't give a fuck about you. You know, in, in that yeah, yeah, that humble brag doesn't sound so good anymore, does it, Adam? No, it doesn't. That's just maybe. <laughs> Any other thirteen years lost his virginity to his wife? Ooh, yowza! No, no it's a good. I mean, I'm married. Yeah, I'm married. I'm married, I'm married too. But it's like that thing of like, uh, you know, it's like it's like yeah, I don't, I don't have to earn. Like, I'm not trying to fuck you, so who cares? Like, I'm just yeah, gonna treat yeah. you as you are. Yeah. Even it, it was, well, by, the way, by the way, even if I even if I was single, I'm 35. I've lived enough life to be like i'm still gonna treat you hey i don't give a fuck like i'm not again because i'm not like a young kid trying to get pussy so it's like that's done like, well i, I think she was anymore. expecting me to be like oh what can i do oh what, what do you want me to think and i'm just i'm just i'm not like that you know like my brain doesn't operate like that i do that i like i i do that to some extent for my wife but there's 13 years of history and three children and marriage and you know car payments and a fucking mortgage and all that shit all that's built into that simple but just for some other person no fuck that no they should have a new reality show called the simple life the simp yeah and it's just a bunch of a bunch of dorks again it's like a reality show about you know dorks trying to get laid from their tiktok uh what do you call them twitch girls that'd be awesome like a twitch bachelor called the simple life (laughs) that's actually a good idea uh jamie's in (laughs) reno i went to a beater guy that thought was andy coons say hello it wasn't andy there were a lot of beater guys there Dude, when I got to Reno, I thought I was at Fat Bearded Guy Mecca. It was fucking ridiculous, man. Like, I I texted my wife whenever I got there. I was like, "This is like my pilgrimage." I was like, hey, "Everybody here looks like me. It's ridiculous." Yeah, dude, uh, I I wasn't there. I couldn't go. I was working that weekend. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I could only imagine the smell of Reno that weekend was just. It was a lot of unwashed bodies, uh, for yeah. sure. But also yeah. just a, a mass amount of COVID. Everyone got COVID I heard, there. I got COVID. It all Dave, like Dave, Dave didn't even go when he got COVID. <laughs> oh no, Dave was no Dave was in Reno. Sorry, he wasn't at the uh, he wasn't at the uh, the travel in the libertarian Freedom pipelines. It just hit everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fucking actual virus. <laughs> but circling back to comedy, man, real quick. So you know. We're seeing this again, the, the war on masculinity, the war on the, you know, the, the woke is pushing through. We're talking about what spaces would be open. Is Twitch less regulated than like a Twitter or a, or a. Didn't, didn't a Andrew Tate just get kicked off that or he kicked yeah. off YouTube? I think he just got, well, I know he's off of TikTok. I don't know if he's off of Twitter. I don't so know. I wonder if Twitch is so, is a place that you could do a little bit more uh, comedy and not be censored quite as much, but I just don't know. Because, I mean, it's also like the server, like what the server hosting is also a big threat, right? Like Amazon, you know, Alex Jones. How do you not get Alex Jones where you, even if you build your own media empire or Owen Benjamin, you know, even if you build it out where you've got a subscriber base, you're doing your own shows, you're an audience. That's the worry. It's like B&D platform from the servers, which is why I thought Trump should have used his power and money, whatever he has, to create a new server farm that he said, like, all right, you won't be deplatformed off of this. Because he got fucking deplatformed you know, from from being able to host his server shit. Um, do you guys know that uh, fake mask website? Like fakemask.com or whatever the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a few of them. They're great. They're just like, there's mesh. And so they're fake masks. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that was like, the, they call it the incognito one because like, I didn't want to fucking, when I was going to, like, when I was flying and traveling for comedy, I didn't want to, mm-hmm. you know, deal with, the fake, the real fake one they had, because the real fake one they had was just the, 
the like the the strings of the mask but oh, nothing right. here and people would get fooled by it all the time like no it's clear it's like <laughs> all right but like i don't want to deal with that shit so i just got the one with mesh but like they got removed like four times like they had to keep yeah. changing their the name of their website from like fake mask.com to like usa fake mask to like fake mask usa fake mask usa we love america.com yeah. <laughs> it's like that. they change your name so many times they, they sound like a chinese guy like trying to sell an american thing to american dude like chinese like america number one <laughs> go fireworks <laughs> fourth of july <laughs> I think that's like, you know, talking about where where can we find like a safe a, a safe space to do comedy. I don't know, something like that. Offshore a new a new server system, a new place. And also wonder like for comedy comedy, you know, Branson, Missouri has always been kind of like a joke because it's like where, you know, old comedians go to die uh and, and do comedy for old people. But shit, man, maybe LA and New York aren't gonna be the hubs. Maybe big cities won't be the hubs for comedy anymore. Maybe it'll be a national, even though that's getting woke. Maybe it'll be more middle America where comics say, uh, you know, congregate now and just say, fuck the coast. I don't if know. If you want to do real comedy. You know why? It's not about the comics, it's about the people going to this. And there's just not enough people. And like, yeah. it's, it's just the money. Like, think about it. Like, Rogan doing his shit in Austin. Austin's rich enough. Yeah. Where they could, people could afford that shit, right? Probably. I'm going to say, especially the surrounding areas of Austin, people will travel for sure. But yeah. think about like if you go to like Branson, Missouri, it's Missouri, right? Branson, Missouri. Yeah, Branson, yeah. Missouri. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a, that's right a pretty much table, right. that, That's like a fucking vacation. That's like a vacation place. That's like a touristy yeah. place, right? So now yeah. you're just dealing with tourism. So now you're dealing with, with only certain times of the year. And on top of that, you're dealing with like, again, what's the fucking, uh, uh, type of audience you have like young old you know gay straight male female like what's the fucking population like and then again what's the average income of branson missouri right, yeah. <laughs> like like so are they, are they gonna be able to afford to go see rogan and then fucking mark norman and then big J and then fucking dave Chappelle? no so you have all these comics here for such a small 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 market where it so that's why like i thought i thought during covid like the like the new york and la were gonna crash for comedy too and they, yeah. they did but they didn't like they hung on like Vegas and AC did the fucking recession. They're like, no, 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 no we, we're still here. <laughs> like we took a beating, but like we're still because that's the hubs of people. Like I, I you yeah. know, I do, I do spots at the stand, and like there's still it's packed, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of different people in there, like the very diverse crowd because that's where everybody is. No one's going to fucking Branson, Missouri. <laughs> that's yeah. the problem. True. Well, maybe as they get priced out of the marketplace, you know, we'll find the new city hubs, the affordability, the inflation going on. <laughs> now, you know, you're probably right though. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I was, I was just trying to think of a way in which they said is a, there can be a a savior for for comedy outside of just like a rich a rich guy like a Rogan or a Chappelle, you know, just saying fuck it, I'll just open a theater somewhere and run it how I want to run it. It has to be in a city. Like, as much yeah. as I don't want it that to be, or like right outside of it, it has to be by a hub. It can't be yeah. in the middle. Of, it just can't. It just it can't. Won't be affordable, right? Like it, again, no one's gonna keep going to these shows. Like in New York, like. And they're also cheaper in New York because there's so many people going to these shows. Like these clubs know, like, yeah, 20 bucks, whatever. Like, yeah. we're doing 17 shows tonight. <laughs> like, we have four rooms. Like, the stand has two rooms up and downstairs, right? So, like, when, all right, example, like when Skanks is doing their show upstairs in the upstairs room, downstairs, Berg is doing his fucking, uh, uh, fucking show, uh, Frantic. Yeah. Yeah, so they have like so like everyone's making money, and then the seller has two rooms, I think, or three. Like you know, I mean, if you look at the store in LA, they have four rooms or three. Let's say yeah, they they've got the main room, they've got the uh, the, the upstairs room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, (laughs) there's so many fucking people. It's a bummer. 
I hate to go out on this podcast saying you're right is my last words, but like I said, I got a, I had a hard, I have a hard out because I got yeah, my yeah, wife yeah, no, had we, me being gone all weekend, and then I was like, bad news, baby, we got a delayed dinner. I got to do a podcast uh, the day I'm back. She's like, you are a fucking cunt. Thank God you're such a masculine man that I can't leave you. No, that's cool. We can we can wrap up here. Uh, let's just give our plugs. Uh, Brian, you got to go first. So give your plugs, brother bear. Yeah, thanks to you. Well, yeah, at Brian McWilliams on Twitter, uh, I am one of the uh, the hosts for the Lions of Liberty podcast. I do Mean Age Daydream is the political one. Uh, the Boring, B-O-H-R-I-N-G, is the uh, pure comedy one that uh, comes out every other week. So, uh, yeah, Mean Age Daydream Weekly every other week for the other ones. And, yeah, awesome. Uh, love being on with you, Adam. This has been a good group, by the way. I'll uh, I'll, I'll have a, the three of us will re-coordinate on <laughs> yeah. my show, and we can do it all again because it's been fun. Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's funny. Like, every libertarian comic, like, has a – comedy podcast also if you notice like dave has <laughs> gangs you have well, you boring get, you get i have burned out just talking about politics man you're like i need a fucking other outlet i'm gonna lose yeah, my yeah. goddamn mind here oh, dude, <laughs> i'll tell neil sometimes because you know neil doesn't do anything my co-host doesn't do anything political so sometimes they'll like go down political i'm like shut the, i don't even want to fucking talk about yeah. it shut <laughs> up unless you're gonna make this the funniest thing ever shut the fuck up <laughs> right. uh andy where are you at all right um if you want to follow me on twitter i'm at andy coons that is k-o-o-n-s just like right there um you can follow me on tiktok it's at andy coons k-o-n-s um <clears throat> my best friend spike cohen has called we love the state arguably the third best podcast on the market so i'm inclined to agree with him uh yeah that's that's pretty much it <laughs> well spike's dead to me he never said about my podcast so <laughs> he's been on <honest laughs> uh guys thank you so much for coming on uh you guys know where to follow me at adam nutter go follow cult of us youtube.com slash cult of us subscribe to me uh rate review all that great shit uh subscribe to my odyssey uh odyssey.com slash adam nutter all right guys again thank you so much for coming on and i will see everybody later peace out thanks for listening Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.